Final 10 of the period. Deep in the Ottawa zone. Wraparound try. They score. It's a hat trick for T.J. Oshie. And the Capitals lead it 6-4. to four. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals win a wild one in Ottawa. Oshie tricks the Sens and Detroit visits D.C. tomorrow night. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, October 26th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Washington with a 7-5 win last night against the Ottawa Senators at Canadian Tire Center in Canada. A lot to unpack from this one, Ben, and I guess we'll start with the good stuff. We'll start with the offense. T.J. Oshie gets his fifth career hat trick. Alex Ovechkin, a multi-goal game and a historical one at that. Goals from the defense. Jensen and Carlson both. And then Connor McMichael ends up with two assists, the first two of his career. So offensively, this was a pretty good one. And all the Capitals' goals coming at five-on-five even strength. You would think if they put up a touchdown and an extra point, there's got to be some contributions from the power play. And in the PP's defense, they only had one opportunity with the man advantage. So all that productivity done at five-on-five even strength. The most goals they've scored in a game at five-on-five even strength since February 2011. So been a decade plus but certainly the play of tj oshie all worth noting here the fifth career hat trick and i like the goals that he scored john you know he scored one in close after a strong job on the four check another goal scored in transition and then completing the hat trick with the wraparound ovechkin he got into the act late in the second period had himself a multi-goal game and you mentioned Connor mcmichael as well you know a couple of assists couple first two points in his nhl career so good on mcmichael a lot of guys feeling good about themselves offensively big emphasis offensively defensively this one was tough and it really didn't seem like it was going to be because at the end of the first period the caps are up 4-1 they come roaring back after the first goal that ottawa got early and you figure okay ottawa doesn't have the personnel that washington does but the one thing we learned about the sens is that they're a hard team to play against because they're very fast they're young. They don't have a ton of veteran presence there to help them out. But once they got running, the Capitals, for the first time really all season, you know, we're so used to them clamping down in the neutral zone. They don't really give the other team a whole lot. And the Sens just pretty much did whatever the hell they wanted for about 30, 35 minutes. And the Caps were just hanging on. So very odd game. And the fact that a team that doesn't have the marquee names like Washington does really dominated a good part of that game last night. And I'll say credit to the Ottawa Senators uh, up and down their lineup, but especially that top line of theirs, Josh Norris and Drake Batherson and Brady Kachuk. They were a handful for the Capitals, but that speed, the transition game, and it's interesting, John, because early on this season in games against New Jersey, another young, speedy team, Tampa Bay Lightning, a whole lot of speed. Even the Rangers on opening night, they're a little bit more meat and potatoes these days, but still a lot of speed within their top six. And the Capitals did a really good job in containing those teams, even Colorado, basically anybody the Capitals have played this year. Last night was very much an exception and credit the Ottawa Senators, a pesky bunch, you know, down three when, you know, you're playing a a veteran team like the Capitals, a winning team like the Capitals. If you're a young rebuilding club like the Ottawa Senators, would have been easy for them to put their heads down and, you know, wave the white flag, so to speak. But they clawed their way back. They scored three goals very quickly in the second period. 
So credit to them, but uh, certainly the Capitals, look, it's a one game out of six here. So far this year, we've been lauding the Capitals defensively. They've been very good in transition. They've been very good clamping down. Last night was an exception. A few things to work on now as they move forward with Detroit and Arizona coming up at home. Well, look who it is. Ken Sabrin joining us here for coffee on Caps this morning. There's coffee. He's going to show up. That's always good. This was a weird one last night. Really had the feeling that the Caps were going to run away with it after they gave up the first goal. They get three. TJ Oshie's having a big night. You get the goals from the defense. You get a four-goal first period. You think it's going to be great, and then it wasn't great, and the Caps ended up hanging on in this one. Yeah, the young team, the Ottawa Senators, they really showed. I mean, these guys work hard. They play hard for their coach. They play hard for each other. They came back and had a great second period, and they made it a game. I mean, they weren't going to stop, and the Capitals find a way to get the win, but it just wasn't your normal game. I mean, this was, uh, you've seen a little bit of everything that the Capitals defensively you hadn't seen up to this point, so I would think that it's going to get back to a little more stingy defense. I don't think you're going to see too many of these games. Yeah, I think we're going to see an off day today for the team as they come back from Ottawa and get ready for Detroit now. So looking ahead to the Wings, this is kind of a fun team in Detroit that yeah, they're young, and yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs this year, but Steve Eiserman's there and he's doing kind of what he did in Tampa Bay. You're stockpiling draft picks, you're bringing in some guys, you're making the moves that you think are going to start to lay that foundation. And this team works hard for Jeff Blaschel. This is not going to be an easy game tomorrow night against Detroit. No, it won't be. I mean, it's similar to the Ottawa game. They're just going to keep coming. I mean, they're young. They they have nothing to lose. They have everything to gain. They're going to come hard at the Caps and they have to be ready. They can't, you know, give up a four spot against these guys. They're, they're a little better defensively than the Ottawa Senate were, but I would think that the Caps got to be ready for this one. These guys are going to come hard. They're missing Verona, but they have some young talent on that team that can put the puck in the back of the net. So we'll see what happens here you know, tomorrow, but uh, I would think that the Capitals are going to be a lot better defensively. On the subject of defense, how much are you loving it as a former D-man yourself that all these goals are raining in from Jensen, from Orlov? We saw Carlson last night break through. Jensen's got two of them in less than a week now. He's feeling it and become seemingly a different player than he was two years ago. The D-guys are getting it done. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're they're creating some offense from the back line. you got to give a little bit of props to Van Riemsdyk, too. He's been doing a nice job jumping up there. All six guys who are in the lineup will jump up at any given time and create the offense from the back end. This league is hard. It's hard to score goals, and you have to have that guy. You have to have that fourth guy coming in late. You know the trailer, usually a defenseman, because he's coming up from the back of the ice. But they're doing a great job, and I like the way they're playing. I like the way, and it's not hurting their defense besides the one game. But other than that, they're still getting back, and they're creating more. Well, nice to have Ken Sabrin stop by and give us his two cents, Ben. I want to ask you about goaltending and Ilya Samsonov specifically, but maybe even a little bit of going back to Vitek Vanacek in the game on Saturday against Calgary. He gets pulled after one. He gives up three goals. We said it here, and we said it again on the broadcast last night. I don't think it was an indictment of his game nearly as much as it was the team against Calgary. It jump-started him. They end up getting a point. Ilya, I thought, was okay, I guess. I don't know. I look, Thinking back on everything that happened last night, I liked some of the saves he made. I thought he made some incredible saves last night. And then... You look at the goal total at the end of the night, you see five against. I didn't like the first one. And I don't know that, you know, when it when push comes to shove, I, I don't I can't say it was a great performance. It was an okay performance. It was somewhere between okay and good. I don't know if it was as bad as five goals against would indicate, but I don't think it was money either. So your thoughts on Elia Samsonov's game last night? Well, I'll say big picture. It's been more consistent, you could say, with, with Vitek Vanacek. Vanacek's been more steady 
in goal and maybe hasn't necessarily made the same highlight reel type saves that we saw from Samsonov last night, but Vanacek hasn't necessarily had to make those saves. Vanacek has made the saves that, you know, he's been in position to, to make. And again, the rebound control has been very good with Vanacek. I just feel it's been, you know, cool, calm and collected with Vanacek and last night with Samsonov, again, some, some terrific saves and you know, probably a few of those goals. Certainly the first one, the Batherson in the first period from, from a little bit of an odd angle, you wonder how cleanly maybe Samsonov saw it, but certainly among the five, uh, you would think a few that he'd probably like to have back. So, uh, you know, some very good in terms of the highlight reel saves and, and keeping the Capitals, you know, from falling behind ultimately in the second period when the Senators were pressing. But you would hope for some more consistency, you know, period to period, if you will, from from the goaltending. And Vanacek early on this season has provided that. I wouldn't be surprised if now he gets another shot on Wednesday and the ping-ponging here kind of continues. All right, so the team now 4-0-2 on the season. You're a half dozen games in, and you still haven't lost a game in regulation, so that's something to hang your hat on. And I'm wondering, when we're talking about the kids, and McMichael and LaPierre specifically, we've talked about them going back to training camp, and I thought last night was a little bit of a compare and contrast on where these two guys are just today. I think there's a lot of future for Henrik LaPierre here. I do. I think that... By next season, I think he is going to be on this team, and I think he's going to be good offensively, and I think that the future for him is very bright. But, Ben, I think his time here is coming to an end because when you look at what McMichael did last night, you need Hendricks playing, and Hendricks is going to have a couple of problems going against him here. You've got Nick Backstrom, who's going to be back, and you're going to have Nick Dowd, who they desperately needed last night, and hopefully he's going to be able to play against Detroit on Wednesday. Hendricks wasn't nearly as noticeable as McMichael was last night. And I, the thing that crystallized it for me is in a couple of different times last night where in puck battles, Hendricks is doing what he needs to do. He's smart. He, he understands what his role is on the ice and, you know, what he's got to do to try and separate a player from the puck. But he's getting muscled off pucks. He's, just, he's 19 years old. That's it. There's nothing else wrong with him. He's going to be a big part of this franchise. But I just don't know that he's physically ready yet. And I think the Caps have a decision coming here in three games. I think it's going to be really tough, especially if Dowd's back in the lineup against Detroit for him to be around here too much longer. It may be time for one more year junior. Yeah, that's very well said. And not only is Hendricks LaPierre still a teenager at 19 years of age, but you know, not especially big to begin with. And he'll grow. He'll add muscle. He'll he'll add that man strength, uh, you know, over the next year and the next year plus. You know, not unlike Connor McMichael. He added a whole lot of muscle just compared to his first pro season last year with AHL Hershey. And McMichael, I'll say it's it's very encouraging, John, because again, I'm sure he'll have his ebbs and flows throughout uh, a rookie season here, but Four games in, it's been pretty steady with McMichael. It's been, you know, the confidence is, is is seemingly growing there. He's, as we noted earlier in the week, he's been trigger happy. He had five shots on goal in the overtime loss to Calgary. He's sniffing for that first goal. He's buzzing for it. And then last night in Ottawa in front of, in front of friends and family, able to pick up a couple of assists, a couple of helpers on uh, on TJ Oshie goals. So good on McMichael. And, you know, played 14 minutes, was thrust into a top six role as a result of some of the absences as well, playing with Mantha and Oshie, a couple of snipers and a couple of vets right there. You know, good on Connor McMichael. Doesn't look out of place and not like he's having – he's not being sheltered, in other words, as well. You know, he was playing big minutes and, and big opportunity, defensive zone draws, et cetera. 
So good on McMichael for showing himself. And Hendrix Lepierre, to your point, you know, this has been a terrific experience, not writing him off just yet. And he'll be back and he has a very bright future, as you noted. Yeah, I'm not writing him off, only saying that you have right now three games left and he can't go to Hershey, just to be clear. And when you've got Backstrom coming back at some point and you get Dowd back in there, you need him playing. If he goes to the queue and he ends up getting 100 plus points, that's the best thing for him. You grow up and you do, you know, physically, I mean. I think the kid's been outstanding, and you're right. It's been a tremendous experience for him. He has a bright, bright future here. I'm just not sure that it's going to be now. Uh, last thing before we go, got to talk about Alex Ovechkin. Passed Wayne Gretzky last night for the most multi-goal road games in NHL history. That's a hard thing to do. And we just a ho-hum Monday night in Ottawa with all the crazy going on, this huge milestone ends up falling as he ends up scoring two more. He's got seven now on the year. Yeah, and also context. You know, the, the, the first of the two goals he scored last night, it's 4-4. Ottawa had scored three unanswered in the second period. And Ovechkin, you know, had been relatively quiet to that point, but he blocked the shot from Nikita Zaitsev inside the blue line. And he won a foot race into the neutral zone, had a burst of speed, and had himself a breakaway. And even though he fumbled the puck a little bit on the breakaway, he was still able to beat Philip Gustafson with the finish five hole. Then he adds on, he adds on an insurance marker in the third period. So good on Ovechkin, you know, that's typical too, John. We've seen that over the years. Maybe he's quiet for the first 38 minutes or so. How often do we see sometimes he goes the first two periods, then doesn't necessarily even have a shot on goal. And then bang, bang, third period, he'll put in a pair. So last night he started, you know, late in the second, but he picks up his two goals and, you know, had a big goal, like I said, you know, a big goal in terms of context and when the game was two more. He's leading the league. Here we are. Ho-hum, his 17th NHL campaign, seven goals in six games. Good on Ovechkin to uh, once again be uh, showing himself very, very well to start the season. And Philip Gustafson, the 149th different goaltender that he has beaten. So, Philip, welcome to the club. There you have a lot of company with a multi-goal effort. He ends up moving past Gretzky, at least in one category, and that is multi-goal games on the road. It's the Capitals and the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow. It is a 7 o'clock start, 6.45 network airtime, 4 o'clock, the start of Caps game day here on Caps Radio 24-7. Ben, have yourself a great Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.